1: We are so dependent on electricity in our lives today and take for granted that it will always be readily available. Now, according to my guest today, our power grid is in danger. The threats that exist are real and it's not a matter of if, but when. David Tice is the producer and director of the documentary, Grid Down, Power Up, who is here today, not to just talk about the threats, but solutions that can help solve and even protect us from these impending threats. David, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett.
2: So glad to be with you and your viewers, Jeffrey.
1: Well, it's good to have you. I wonder if you could tell me why. Now, you're from finance. Why would you get involved in the motion picture industry?
2: So I've always recognized the value of film and the reach in order to reach you know, millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people. And I was also involved in a film, Soul Surfer, about 12 years ago where we talked about Bethany Hamilton who lost an arm to a shark, an amazingly inspirational story. So I've recognized the value of film. But I set up a company, Paul Revere Films, because frankly I'm trying to warn people. I feel like there's this vulnerability out there that can be fixed. So what drew you to the topic? So I've been a geopolitical student for more than a couple decades. I guess I'm more of a Boy Scout and that I worry about what the future might be and therefore feeling about being prepared. And I'm worried about some of our adversaries, Russia and China. And there's a lot of people that poo-pooed that threat after the Cold War ended, and I always felt like the danger was always there. So
1: it seems almost like an impending kind of nuclear threat, except this is about taking the grid down.
2: Why has there not been an attack already today? Well, our adversaries, you know, will wait. You know, just because it hasn't happened yet, doesn't mean that it might not be coming. I mean, obviously this would be a massive outcome that could, you know, create World War III like we've never seen before. And therefore, if you're falling from a 100-story building, you, you might feel like 30 floors down. The view's great. I'm having a great time. But you haven't you know, hit the bottom yet. So just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it isn't coming.
1: Well, there's been some natural ones without question. I mean, we've seen Texas uh, go down and so we saw an armageddon that occurred in texas i think they even called it texas Armageddon. i can't even pronounce the word uh,
2: snowmageddon
1: snowmageddon that's right it was snowmageddon point. because yeah. it was caused by ice and yeah. snow in texas right. which is rarely seen right. and literally shut the state down are we going to see things like that or is it going to be worse
2: so actually we differentiate in a film what is a short-term outage like what we saw in texas and then what could be a longer than six months. And so, actually, something that happened with Snowmageddon almost, you know, causes more complacency in it. 250 people died, and yes, it was hardship, but it wasn't nationwide, and we're not talking about what we're talking about. If the power grid goes off six months, we're talking about 250 million people died. Let's talk about the grids. How many grids
1: are there in the United States?
2: So there's three grid systems. There's the Eastern grid, the Western grid, and the Texas grid. So Texas is standing alone <laughs> yes.
1: all by itself once again. Yes. So I've seen the film. I've seen it numerous times because we've been partnering with you on the C-Suite Network and bringing this film to light. And of course, this topic with the council and everything else that we're doing, we'll talk a little bit about that. Right. But when I was watching the motion picture, one of the biggest things that po- you know came out to me was when we say six months, I think, come on, David, six months. Is it really going to happen? But yet, these large transformers that have to be made, if someone takes one of those out, it's 18 months before you get the next one.
2: Exactly. So these transformers are essentially the, you know, center point for the power grid. And these weigh several hundred tons each, and they're made abroad, and we don't have any backups, and therefore it could take up to 18 months, as you said, to replace these. So if you end up losing a series of transformers, uh, then we truly are in huge trouble.
1: Well, talk about
2: those are made abroad. Before we go and get into that subject, I'm gonna
1: take a quick break and we'll be right back after this message. C-Suite Radio. We are back and we're talking right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazel, right here on C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio, world's largest business Podcast Network and of course streaming TV. I'm talking with David Tice the producer of Grid down power up and talking about the future of our electronic grid now David right before we took the break We talked a little bit about
2: these are made out of the country Where are they being made? Okay, Okay. most of them are made in South Korea and Germany However, a number of them are now being made in China so when we look at potential
1: threats to our national security it could be made by not only a power like China but they're also making the component parts that are going into our
2: major you know infrastructure yes there are numerous electronics that are even coming into the transformers made in South Korea and Germany that are coming from China so you know, I got to ask the question
1: you know have, being a former Senate staffer a house staffer, uh, being a, you know, a C-suite executive, it seems to me we, we'd be putting precautions into place. Why
2: aren't these precautions being put into place? It's really ridiculous of vulnerability because, frankly, the utility industry has not been well enough regulated. And so, frankly, what's happened is a concept called regulatory capture where the industry is so in bed with the regulators that they essentially get what they want. And therefore, the regulators don't have enough teeth and are not standing up for the American people.
1: But even the folks that are producing electricity, they don't want to see this happen. So why
2: aren't they doing more to put more safeguards into place? Well, it's an extraordinarily complex issue because of rate making. You know, you end up having to put these capital expenditures into the rate base. There's so much pressure on these utilities to keep rates down, and therefore they really feel like something isn't likely to happen. And frankly, they don't want to spend the money when they're not sure if they're going to get paid back. They feel like if something happens, it's not going to be on their watch, and you know it is just something to be able to be pushed
1: off into the future. That's like putting your head into a, a hole in the ground and just waiting for it to go by. Because if I remember from the film, and I don't know the exact number, you might remember this as the producer of the uh, motion picture, is that there have already been attacks on the grid. Now, they are minor attacks, No, nothing that's taken anything out, but... I do believe we were like one minute away or four minutes away from the grid going down at one point. But, lots of individual attacks that m- many would say are terrorist attacks. So, someone shooting at transformers, shooting out transformers,
2: storming facilities, uh, and, and attacks like that, right? So. It's been reported between 2010 and 2020, there were 700 reported attacks on substations. That's not not wishing the problem will go away. That means the problem is here. And in fact, a 60 Minutes story came out February earlier this year, talking about as few as nine substations, if they were in critical nodes. If those all went down at the same time, it could knock out the power coast to coast. How confident are you that something can be done about this problem? I'm 100% confident this can be done. Our military has essentially protected their command control centers, their missile systems, et cetera. This has been a major endeavor and effort for them over the last couple decades. you think this is something that the military should take a look at and do? Well, the military can certainly get involved. There has to be collaboration because the military knows a lot about this issue and some of the specific steps, hardware, to be implemented. So they should collaborate and be involved.
1: Okay, this sounds like this is a very expensive endeavor that's gonna cost a lot of money. How
2: expensive is it? So it's not even that expensive. Now, some of the estimates you know, are as low as five to ten billion dollars to protect against geomagnetic storm which is essentially a solar storm or certain elements of electromagnetic pulse. Now the numbers could get higher for all the wires and the transmission system and some of the you know, distribution system. I'd say it could go up to fifty billion or a hundred billion dollars, but those numbers are still so tiny. We have a one point two trillion dollar infrastructure bill right now. And it's not just about terrorist
1: attacks, right? It's also about the the weather. The weather's caused some issues.
2: And you mentioned solar as well. Okay, so the film talks about four major threat factors. Number one is Physical attack, as we said, could come in from terrorists. The second one is a cyber attack that could come in from a state actor. Thirdly, is an electromagnetic pulse attack, which is a nuclear blast in the atmosphere that creates gamma waves. The things
1: that I remember while, uh, uh, protecting myself underneath the desk when I
2: was a kid in school. Right? Yeah. Which would wipe out electronics, mm-hmm. and therefore, so that is. Threat number three. And then the fourth is what's called a geomagnetic disturbance, which is essentially a natural EMP, na- natural electromagnetic And that's pulse. happened before. Yes. So, there was a massive one in 1859 called the Carrington Event. You can read about it on the internet, and it essentially destroyed our telegraph system. Everything. It, yes. I mean, it, it wiped everything out. Yes. It, it sent telegraph operators to the hospital, it essentially turned railroad ties into pretzels. I mean, this was massive. And then there have been these massive attacks expected every 150 years. So we are essentially, no, this is going to come down the road. There were also massive uh, GMD disturbance in, Uh, 1921 and also in 1989 so when I'm watch the film it's scary it's a little scary
1: but you give people hope what message do you want people to take away from the film itself
2: so frankly we need to be ticked off Americans and we need to say damn it we're not gonna take this anymore and we need to create almost a tea party movement because this is complicated but it is simple in that we've got to fix this so we have mechanisms on our website at griddownpowerup.com whereby you can send letters make phone calls sign petitions to your two u.s senators your two state legislators your u.s congressman and your governor you can also send emails and letters to your public utility board of directors and then also to some of your regulators, the chairman of your state's utility commission. We even talk a little bit, you can share it with friends and get other
1: friends involved with it as well, right?
2: Exactly, so we can't just be on our own and do this. We need to share this. If everyone reached out and sent the link to 10 people and they sent it to 10 people and they sent it to 10 people, you know, we can really take this by storm. We can make this happen.
1: So you start with a film. Are you trying to turn this into some kind of movement?
2: Exactly. So we have converted this movie into a movement. And you talked about C-Suite Network, Mm -hmm. a great organization that you founded and you chair. We have partnered with C-Suite Network to form a U.S. Energy Security Council and that website is USEnergySecurityCouncil.com.
1: Or come to c and you'll be able to find it there listed under all the councils that we support and be a part of it. And that's aimed
2: at businesses, right? So what we hope to accomplish here is have businesses be uh, interested in this topic. We have board of directors and lobbyists for these other companies, not the utilities. They ought to be fighting for this as well. We're going to have legislators, their aides, citizen warriors, vendors, uh, C suite executives can all come to this uh, infrastructure of the Energy Security Council and collaborate and figure out what works, what doesn't work, and learn from each other.
1: And it's about cooperating, right? I mean, this is not a Republican issue versus Democrat. This is an American issue,
2: and one for business, quite frankly, and survival. Exactly, and we talk at length in the film how this is a bipartisan issue. Actually, President Obama fought for uh, GMD protection back in 2015, 2016, and unfortunately, because of regulator stagnation, nothing really came out of that.
1: Well, we'll put all those links up on our screen so people can follow it. And at the same time, I want to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this message.
0: C-Suite Radio.
1: And we are back. I'm Jeffrey Hazlett, host of All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, right here on C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio, world's largest business podcast network, and, of course, streaming on Apple, Roku, Amazon Fire, and wherever you watch uh, OTT over the top television. That's what we're all about today. I'm talking with David Tice, who is the producer of the movie grid down power up. And we're talking about the ways that you can participate and get involved in helping to change the way that we're operating our grid. So it's a little bit more safe. I want to talk a little bit more about the journey that you got here. Now, again, I mentioned that you've been in finance. I was with you at a convention here recently, and someone said, is that David Tice, the David Tice? I said, yes, that's the one. Mm -hmm. So tell me
2: about your progression to get here, and what, what triggered this for you? So I've been a money manager over a couple decades, and I'm still involved in a couple of those entities, you know, trying to protect investors from what I think is going to be, you know, tumultuous financial future. But as I said earlier, I'm interested in the geopolitical world, and I worry about China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran. and. I found out about a documentary that had been started and not quite finished, and I'm a big believer in low-hanging fruit, and therefore I might not have had the courage or the initiative to take this on from scratch, but given that it was... Partially done, I felt like, gee, I've got some skills and some resources and some time and some passion for this. And frankly, God was calling on me saying it, pick this up and move so, it to... Something
1: in the it. back of your head, but you're, but you're not a filmmaker, David. No. But you became a filmmaker as part of this. I mean, I know that you were involved in every single cut, and it, yeah. I've seen it like literally 100 times, yeah. and you've changed it over a time period. How did you pick up
2: those skills? Well, I tell you, there were... Get from God to a degree. I, I also had some smart people working with me behind the scenes. I have mm-hmm. a great editor, John Gilbert, you know, who's an Emmy award-winning uh, editor. Uh, had some great consultants. And th- and
1: tell us about who narrates this motion picture.
2: So we have Dennis Quaid to wow. narrate it, and he's been a longtime friend. And he's been a believer in this for over a decade. And he looks right into the camera and says, choose power up, not grid down. So it's yeah. really a compelling. So I think it's an entertaining film. And he really got
1: involved with it because I remember one of the people tell me that one of the first things he did was asking
2: a bunch of questions, not just reading the script. Oh, and, and he ended up composing you know, a couple lines about how a march in Selma, Alabama led to the million-man march that led to 10 million Americans being galvanized to take on racial segregation. Now, there's
1: a lot of experts in this, from the military to those that are trying to fix the power grid to politicians and just normal patriots that are in this motion picture. Tell me about some of them.
2: Okay, so we have Newt Gingrich as an example, as mentioned. Ted Koppel, you know, has a significant number of statements. Yeah, a number of great statements
1: as he narrated through some of the key issues as he's covered this over decades.
2: Yes, exactly. Uh, General Stephen Quast, who has been an amazing patriot, who set up a San Antonio joint base initiative to try to Harden our civilian infrastructure in San Antonio. Uh, we have uh, Tommy Waller, Frank Gaffney, yeah. Mike. Maybe some of these guys are great not patriots. Super some of them
1: military served in the military. How about uh, uh, Bob?
2: Uh, oh, so Bob Hall yeah. is an amazing patriot. He is a state senator for more than a decade. He was actually involved as a young military officer more than 50 years ago, he was put in charge of actually protecting our Minuteman missile system. Which is a lot like this, uh, hardening the silos as they used to talk about it, but in this case we have to harden the grid, right? Exactly, and so uh, it is travesty that our military is ready for this, and, and we actually have general uh, John Heighton, who is now retired, talking about the fact that, yes, we're protecting the military, but our civilian infrastructure, we haven't really looked at that. So in the movie, there's even some projections
1: that, not made by the movie itself, but made by real experts that say if we have an extended power gridage outage for a, you know, a year, long period, how many people will we lose? You know, just in the United States, it's millions of people that lose their lives.
2: Yes, we're talking about hundreds of millions of people. We're talking about 90% of American citizens. Because food doesn't work,
1: hospitals don't work. I mean, we can keep right on down the list of the things that you're going to have. And even in one, there was a dire statement by a general that said, those that are going to have food are only have people who have guns. I mean, it will go down to that level.
2: Yes, it really becomes almost a zombie apocalypse when you think about... Your, your neighbors are probably going to turn on neighbors, you know, mm-hmm. if they don't have water, they don't have food, and they have a six-year-old, you know, after three days, we die, you know, without water. And therefore, you know, if you got a swimming pool, you know, then people are going to be, hopefully there will be helpful, you know, cooperation, and I believe in the American you know, goodness, but then, you know, after a while, I mean, people are going to turn on you and people from other neighborhoods are going to come in and it will be terror. Is this just a US problem or does this
1: also exist around the world? Have you looked at that?
2: Well, other countries have been more cognizant of this issue and we know Russia and China have spent more money and resources protecting their grid. In terms of Europe, uh, a lot of nations are not as uh, electronically advanced as we are, and therefore that puts us at even more risk. So your efforts going forward, where's
1: gonna be the concentration? Is it the focus first on Texas, get a foothold in maybe a smaller, smaller grid, and then go to the two larger Eastern and Western grids, or just
2: everywhere? So some marketing uh, people have told me this, but i like to follow this guy, Jeffrey Hazlett. (laughs) And and he says, think big, act bigger. And frankly, we are excited about this Texas initiative, but uh, because there's legislation coming in 2023, January, that Bob Hall is going to fight for, I think it's going to get done. I think that will mobilize the other 49 states to get going, but... I want this to be a nationwide issue. I mean, if I were Florida and Michigan, I wouldn't be waiting. I'd Mm -hmm. be working on this right now.
1: Well, every state, quite frankly. I mean, one state's not more important than the others, but certainly some states uh, rely on electricity a little bit more than maybe some of the rural states uh, that could cope with it a little bit better. So let's talk a little bit more
2: on how people get information. Where do you want to send them? Okay, so griddownpowerup.com. It's going to be available on the website going to utilize an innovative approach utilizing pay it forward where you can watch a movie you know through the generosity of somebody who's come before you but then we're asking you to you know put you know a few shekels into the pot and we're having twenty-five percent of any proceeds that come in go out to 501c3 organizations that fight for grid protection. Also, uh, coming up in probably the next week and a half, it's going to be available at Epoch TV, which is epochtv.com. So, you're um, getting it
1: out everywhere you can, right? Yes. Can
2: How can people see the movie? So, within 10 days, epochtv.com, you can become a subscriber or you can have pay per view. It's going to be available at $8.99. That's just going to be within 10 days or so. After they're going to have a two-week exclusive after that period ends it will be available on our website at griddownpowerup.com.
1: Thank you, David. Well, I appreciate it so much for having you join us. And that's all. We're going to wrap up here. I've been talking with David Tice, a business person, financer turned movie maker, as he's put out this great movie called Uh, Grid Down Power Up, an award-winning motion picture. You want to be able to see it and come see it and get all the information right here at the C-Suite Network. And this has been Jeffrey Hizit with All Business with Jeffrey Hizit right here on C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned and today is no different. I tell you, what I learned was I was scared when I watched this movie because everyone will be moved by the imagery and the potential of what it means for you, your family, your business, and certainly our country. But like most things in the c-suite what i learned is there's a solution and the solution is to take action and today that's what we all have to do so make sure that you go to the website and take action today on grid down power up and make sure this doesn't become a reality but the real reality is what we make it